I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Boom, bop, bing. Welcome to the Alex Crusoe Fan Club, the first solo episode. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, uh, typically, you know, this isn't a solo podcast, um, but there's been some uh, amazing circumstance. My co-host died. He died um, a horror, tragic, tragic death. Um, well, it was kind of sudden, to be honest with you. It was yesterday. Uh, we knew it was coming. He had AIDS. He had AIDS. Um, and I know you're thinking it's 2023. Magic Johnson's still alive. That dude can probably still dunk. Uh, there's tons of people with AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. People don't even know they have AIDS in 2023, and they're fucking out there kicking it. But my co-host, he um, he had AIDS, and he didn't have human AIDS. He had a crazy kind of... He, he fucked a donkey. He had sex with a donkey. He had donkey AIDS, and now he he died. He overdosed on donkey AIDS. But um, per his wishes, he actually... He left his will, and in his will, he said he wanted me to record this episode today. And uh, I was going to anyway, to be honest with you. I mean, it's I don't know when the funeral is. Um, I'll probably show up, but uh, podcast comes first. Um, you guys know this. This I mean, this is, and to be honest, you know, now that he's dead, this podcast is good. It's real good. It's going to get good. It's going to get better. Uh, I can say this. This will be the best episode you've listened to, the Alex Crusoe Fan Club. Probably because this is the only and last episode you'll ever listen to, and by default that makes it the best. So I say, I say this is a, a new chapter, a new time. But I just want to take a moment in of silence. Boom! That much silence for our co-host, my co-host. Um, may he rest in peace. In his will, he told me to record this, and his will, he also left. Uh, no one anything because he didn't have anything but he did have this podcast he did want to entertain the public you guys and he'll continue to do that and his sacrifice his death actually makes probably the best thing for entertainment uh, best thing for this podcast so in a way he he's making contributions from the grave so shout out to him shout out to me shout out to you guys listening so let's listen let's hop into it um i think uh i think there's aliens anyone else i think there's aliens i know there's aliens listen the numbers the numbers they don't add up the way i see it is the universe there's like what billions of galaxies and in those galaxies there's is it trillions of galaxies let's look it up i think it's it's either billions or trillions how many galaxies are there two trillion that's what i thought two trillion galaxies that's what i said the first time um and in those galaxies i know this there's billions of stars and they believe every star has at least one exoplanet so i mean you can do the fucking math i just did it real quick in my head i know how many stars there are there's a bunch um and then that means at least one exoplanet per star i would say there's probably someone out there that not only looks like me, but probably he looks like me, but he's not as cool as me. I don't think that the universe is big enough for that. Um, and quite frankly, I think 
Mark Zuckerberg's an alien. Elon Musk is definitely an alien. He's got an alien face. That's not. A, I mean, that's not a human face. You know what I mean? He, he. You can see the way Elon Musk moves, and that's not a human. That's not human movement. Like people, just people seem to think Elon Musk is smart. He's definitely not smart. Um. So, that kind of goes against him being an alien. But maybe he's like one of the dumb aliens, and they had to offload him onto us. They exiled him to the nearest uh, habitable planet. And it happened to be us. It happened to be Earth. And he's um, now he's a billionaire. I think that's kind of cool. I mean, I guess, I mean, if he is an alien, though, how did he have, like, 12 kids? I guess maybe they're just similar to us. I don't know. Maybe he's stealing sperm. That's I could see that. What if he's stealing, like, what if he has, like, Michael Jackson's sperm stored up and all his kids are actually Michael Jackson's kids? Hmm something to think about yeah i don't know i the thing is if, if we did find out there's a like what if there's a news article and it's like elon musk died or something and then they did an autopsy and they found out hey this guy is actually an extraterrestrial what does that look like like what do we do i think people like in in the movies it's like like if you've seen i mean arrivals like a, like a different sort of thing they sort of come down and and have like a massive presence but if we find out there is extraterrestrials in the movies, it's like the world stops, right? Like everyone's like, Oh my God, it was fucking, let's kill them. Let's, uh, do we kill them? Do we kill ourselves? Do we, what do we do? Do we blow them up? Um, honestly, I think it's like the next day everyone's like, Oh shit. It's like shit starts to close. Like maybe McDonald's is closed. Maybe like Nordstrom and Walmart's like closed for a day. But then, the day after that, it's just like, all right, well, I guess we just go back to doing what the fuck we do. Like, I honestly don't think it would be that big of a deal if we find out there are aliens. Especially if the aliens are, they look like us. Like, we find out aliens on another planet are also doing terrible podcasts. And they're actually very similar to us. Then it's like, okay, well, we just found another planet of humans. Which, I mean... It, it's cool. It's it's very cool, and it's like we can come in contact. Like, what? How boring would that be if we find out not only are there aliens, but they're all the same as us? Boring. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, what else? What's a, what's in the fucking news, huh? Yeah, this podcast is great. I'm really glad my co-host died, so this could happen. Hey, listen to this. Rupert Murdoch, media magnate and Ford founder, or Fox News founder, steps down, huh? How interesting is that? God. Shit's boring. What do we do? What do we do? It's like even the alien. It's like the most interesting thing that could happen to us is the fucking aliens, and even that I just said was boring. So what? What is there? I think this pod. I mean, this podcast is interesting. Hey, listen to this. Kim Jong Il, remember that guy? Died in two thousand eleven. Fake. Actually, died in two he had a body double until 2011 and then his body double died and then they say he died. How crazy is that? 
See, that's interesting. I think people faking their own deaths. I mean, that's interesting. Like Tupac, that guy's definitely still out there. He's out there. He's like 90, What or I guess now he'd probably be like, what, 50-something, 60-something? I think that's kind of cool. Maybe that maybe that was a trade. Maybe we, we traded Tupac and then got Elon. That's kind of, I mean, it's a fair trade. I mean, Tupac really gave us all. I think after uh, California Love, he really didn't have much to contribute. And Juice, I mean... Juice was a great movie. Um, so I think, I mean, as I mean, Elon, like obviously he's not making the rockets, but he's facilitating to some extent. So he he does have some sort of contributions. I don't know. Who knows? Who would we who 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 would we trade? Who let's say the aliens come down? They're like. Or they contact us. They're like, hey, we'll give you one of ours or one of yours, but it has to be a valuable one. Who do we give? I guess we can trick them and make them think like someone like, uh, I don't know, like Madonna, right? Old. Wrinkly. One point had hits on the fucking radio. Like, hey, she's, we still love, we love her. You know what I mean? She's great. We still like her. You can have her. When in reality, everyone for, has forgotten about her for two decades. Um, but I guess maybe they'd probably be, if they can, if they're advanced enough to contact us, they're advanced enough to tell that we actually don't give a fuck about Madonna. So then they would probably nix that trade. So actually, someone of value. I think we would have to give up. I don't know. I think we give up Kevin Hart. I think this is the thing. Kevin Hart's still wildly popular. Um, but at, what 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 really good stuff has he given us? Nothing. I mean, he at at best mediocre. That's Kevin Hart. Kevin's heart, that should be his motto, is at best mediocre. Hey, not bad. Mediocre is farther than most people make it. Definitely further than what this podcast is. Um, So I think we give him up for some sort of life form. Um, But then what do we do with it? What do we do with the life form that we get? Because we can't, like, take it and then dissect it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's probably living... It's a living thing. We can't just kill it immediately. Uh, we ask it questions. I mean, I guess we'd have to teach it English. I mean, maybe it already knows English. That, or I guess we teach it like sign language or something. Maybe it can't produce the same words we can. Teach it to write and shit. Um, imagine we teach it to write and then we find out that they actually tricked us and then they gave us a retarded alien. That wouldn't be cool. All right, hello, check one, two. I was interrupted. There was a knock on my door. It was the FBI. It told me to stop talking about aliens. So anyways, where were we? Uh, I think, yeah, it would be unfortunate if uh, they traded us like a bad alien, but at the end of the day, it'd still be profitable. Um, even if they gave us like the fucking deformed, messed up alien, we get to find out if they're like carbon-based, breathe oxygen, whatever. Anyways. 
What do, what do people even talk about on this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever done on a solo po- a solo podcast. I mean, I mean, maybe it's like interesting when like Bill Burr does it or like Tim Dillon because I don't know. They just ramble too. Like, who listens to that fucking shit? Who would listen to this? Anyways, um. What else? What else is there? I mean, there's really no news. It's boring. It's September 21st, 2023. Pandemic's over. Uh, Ukraine is fucking... Ukraine is probably... I mean, it's probably interesting what's going on there, but I don't know what's going on there. I think to know what's going on there, you probably have to be like Zelensky or something. Because, you know, both guys are trying to... Like, Russia's trying to conceal the fact that they're losing or the they're weak and then Ukraine's trying to conceal the fact that they're weak. So what you what you end up getting is from both sides, like, oh yeah, like we're the we we have a guy that killed seven hundred people. Here's his here he is. His name is you know, the Reaper. And it's not a it's a made up story. It's propaganda. <clears throat> so it's hard to get to really know what's going on over there. But if, I mean, it's it's like how can you how can Ukraine win? It's like Russia's like this crazy superpower, most nuclear, um, highest nuclear arsenal in the world. Uh, tons of fucking people. They're drafting people. Yeah, you know. So how can Ukraine, unless you know someone hops in, unless unless you know the UK hops in or America hops in or but then that would just, I don't know, that, that seems like it would go poorly. But um, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see, I wish you could run it through like a simulator. I wish there was like an Earth simulator where it's like, what does Russia-Ukraine war look like plus America? Plus America on Ukraine's side. And then we could see that play out. Um, I don't know, I th- it seems like Russia is weaker than we thought they were. I think America's probably for the amount of money we spend, right? Because we spend like seven trillion, and the next highest budget I think is China. I think China spends like one trillion, so it's like we're seven times the next highest military budget. So we have to be way stronger than everybody, right? I mean, we don't know because it's like we're not the only people we're fighting is like we're fighting. It's like we're fighting. Iraq or so we're fighting Syria it's like we're fighting militias so it's like a, a grizzly bear stomping on a anthill it's uh, you, you can't get an accurate representation of how strong the grizzly bear is from that um but I don't know who knows so what would it look like grizzly bear versus whatever Russia would be. It seems like they, they want to say they're also a grizzly bear, but it seems like they're a raccoon or they're a house cat. It's light work for a grizzly bear, but the house, but it turns out the house cat has nuclear weapons and that it doesn't matter that it doesn't matter who's launching the nuclear weapons. If you have nuclear weapons, it seems like, but that seems like a lie also. Like, how many of those nuclear weapons are operational? Uh, you know, they say they have 7,000 missiles. 
or something like that. It's like they have like 7,000 or 4,000. And then the next highest arsenal, I think, is America with like 1,500. But I think all 1,500 of those are modern, operational. 7,000, you know, of those 7,000, 6,000 of those are probably buried. You know, having no one's been in the silo since, you know, the Cold War. So, I don't know. If they launch it, it'd be... It'd be like a cartoon where it goes up and then it flies back down and actually hits Moscow. Um, I don't know. Seems like, seems like, it, it, here's the thing. If I'm Zelensky, if I'm the guy running Ukraine, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put on some sob story. You gotta go to America and be like, they're they're killing our children. They're doing this. They're we, you guys need to do something. And we are doing something. I think. I mean, we're like sending stuff over, right? But then Zelensky's gonna be like, "All right, we'll take that." But that's not enough. You guys need to send soldiers. You guys need to declare war on Russia, and then boom, bada bing, World War Three. And who wins in World War Three? Nobody but Ukraine, because Ukraine is getting probably decimated. But with World War Three, it's like, well, now everything's spread out. Maybe we come out, come out on top. Um, that's what I would do if uh, if I ran Ukraine, I'd start World War Three. Um, people think like World War Three would probably be like the end of the world because everyone has nuclear weapons, but. I don't think so. I think we would. I don't. I think people would fight with honor. I think we would send soldiers, drones. Uh, no one would actually use nuclear weapons. I don't think. I don't know. It's like it's. If you send it, we're gonna send it. We're both fucked. It's like it. Because it, it's like people would think it's like when Russia sees themselves losing, they're like, well, this is our last ditch effort. We're gonna we're gonna launch them. But I think that there would be enough fail safes to where, like, I don't think Putin can just hit a button, right? And then every missile launches. I think um, there's enough people around him that would see that. And then they would, people, then they would be like, okay, well, we're turning on you. If you're going to send nuclear weapons, you know, I got a granddaughter who goes to fucking UC Riverside and you're sending a, a missile into Riverside. Um, so I'm gonna kill you, and then we'll surrender. That's what I think would happen. I think nuclear war is actually never gonna happen. I think it's all baloney. Uh, but I think it would be interesting to see what the world would look like after the fact. Um, <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd be funny. They they nuke every cool city like New York, and the only thing left is like people that live in the fucking middle of nowhere and it's just the the dominant culture after nuclear war is uh people that ride tractors this is like now there instead of there being like car shows it's like tractor shows and then the, the dominant music is uh fucking honky tonk i took my fucking wife down to the bar and that's like number one on billboard top 100 i think that would be cool um i think more It'd be more interesting to see, like, what uh, the people that live in the middle of nowhere in, like, France or 
like Italy? Like, what are those people? What what do the Italian hillbillies look like? Do they drive around in uh, Lamborghini tractors, chugging olive oil? Um, you know, they go home and they're in a Gucci Gucci white wife beater. Um, yeah, I don't know. Be cool. I wonder. What, but that, that's 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 a thing I haven't explored. Is do that because I think I know what like Chinese uh, hillbillies look like. Like they're they're just rice farmers, right? Um. Uh, like I think that part of Asia is. I mean, I guess it's maybe the same. They're all just farmers. They're simple people. Um. So maybe it wouldn't be that interesting. I don't know. Who knows. I think what would be more interesting, though, is if Ukraine, Russia, they duke it out the old-fashioned way. No guns. What? Why, why, why don't we start doing that? 10,000 people per side. No guns. We go in with swords, spears, bow and arrows, horseback. Little uh, fucking uh, medieval reenactment. And whoever wins has to, you know, live and die with the result. If Ukraine wins that, then they get to join NATO. They get the if Russia wins that, then all the Nazis have to. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're trying to do, but um, I think this, this is way cooler. Then you can like, and you can make it into a whole thing. Like we put it on TV, we get it sponsored by Gatorade, um, and then it's like a fun little thing. Like this is what wars used to look like. This is how men used to fight. Um, you know, long swords, long bows, spears. Um, you know, we do the whole thing. There's like a kid drumming in in the front, and it is like a horn, a war horn to mark the start of the battle. And we got flags and shit. I don't know whatever they used to do. Uh, they, they got the cool helmets. Everyone's in knights, like knight armor, knight gear. It's all heavy. Um, and then you pick like the 10,000 most physically fit and trained and you, you know, you get to train them in swords and, and bow and arrow, whatnot. The only thing with that is I feel like someone from definitely from Russia would smuggle in a, like a, like a, like a Colt 45 or something like that. Or like they pull out, it'd be getting, you know, skewered with the, with the sword and then they pull out, they're going to go whoop, and just shoot them. And then, then it would just descend into chaos. Um, so maybe maybe they have to be like screened. Uh, maybe like ten thousand, maybe too many. Uh, maybe you do like a five thousand v versus five thousand, and then you like pat them down before every battle. Um, and then you, I honestly, and then to get the full experience, malnutrition. We we don't feed them that much. Um get them on some sort of make them drink, you know, beer as their only drink beer and Gatorade, obviously because Gatorade sponsoring. Um, and then we have them, we have them fight. I think it'll be cool. Ultimately, I think it'll be cool. Um, it'll solve a lot of our problems. We are. And it, it, and honestly, it's like, cause if you're, if, <coughs> If you're Russia right now and you lose, 
it's like a huge blow to the ego. It's like you lost a a smaller country, you know, whatever. With this whole thing, it's like five. It's like it's an even playing field. You five thousand men versus five thousand men, and it, there's no shame in losing. You know, Russia doesn't come out with a her ego. Um, I don't know, just an idea. It seems like. It seems fair. Because how many people are dying in Ukraine versus Russia every day? 500,000? 2,000? How many people have died so far? It's like this long, drawn out. It's like people want to move on. People want to stop reading about this shit. So let's do it one day. Not even a full day. Just have the first half of the day. We have, um, you know, like... uh, Someone like Jimmy Fallon come up and present it like, welcome to Ukraine versus Russia. Or not Jimmy Fallon, but like an ESPN guy. Like we, I don't know who's an ESPN guy now. Um, Like we have like Tony Romo or something come in and be and introduce it. And then we have like Peyton Manning as a personality on there. And then we have someone do the play-by-play. Uh, Maybe like Mike Breen. We, he, he goes... Oh, and look at look at the, the Russian gentleman. Bang, bang. That's four. He killed four of them. And it, we have like live kill counts. There's a leaderboard. Um, yeah, and think about the people that like win. Like I assume, you know, there'd probably be like 400, 500 remaining from the winning side. And then like some of them have like 22, 22, 22 and 0, 22 kill count. They're on a kill streak. They, they're three off a nuke. Um, then they they're instant celebrities, instant. They go back to Russia. They're on talk shows, Medal of Honor, whatever they give. Um, or if Ukraine wins, same thing. Um, they're in movies. You know, they're starring alongside Jessica Alba in some bullshit comedy. Um, so romantic comedy, because it's probably like a really fit. I wouldn't say how funny would it be is if like that the guy the guy that we make super famous and like a killer everybody is like a vodka drinking beer bellied like fifty year old um that'd be cool that that'd be more realistic instead of like having Ryan Gosling being the or like you know Mel Gibson and Braveheart being the the guy like it's probably like some super fucking ugly but like weirdly strong and and mentally capable guy um. I don't know. Seems like seems like that's the way to go. Medieval reenactment, as opposed to drones and laser beams, whatever the fuck they're using now. <coughs> What's going on in sports? Sports world? Any games on? I know MLB's a thing. Shouldn't be. Anything that's over a hundred years, I mean, should be over. Right? Agreed. Like it's just been been being played since eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety. Eighteen ninety they were still fucking I don't know, they were still traveling by feet. They were still using feet to go places. Unbelievable. Feet and boat. That's how they did it. Um, and train, I guess, but 
I wouldn't really travel by train. That's really they were just they were moving they were moving wood and steel and shit. Uh but it's amazing. I mean it's been it's still around. Stick ball, little baseball. But it seems like it's dying. It seems like it should die. I think baseball will be the first major sport um that we see you know, actually die. Maybe hockey. Maybe hockey we see die. Um but it'll be interesting. it'll be fascinating to see like in in twenty twenty fifty five or like twenty sixty whether people will still care about baseball. I doubt it. There's no way. How how do you I mean it's interesting, I guess, but like you see the people that that are good at it, and it's like it doesn't make like like Jose Altuve, little fucking short guy. Because here's the thing: when you look at the NBA, it's like these are these are athletic gods. When you look at like track and field, uh, football, football is like not only it's like one body type it doesn't dominate football. Same thing with basketball. Like you need the tall, lengthy sort of lumbering guys uh, down in the paint. Uh, more nimble, bigger guys have taken over recently, but you, you see what I'm saying? Like, big guy, center, down low, then it's sort of like a cascading, and then your point guard's like 6'4". Um, but uh, football, same thing. You need the massive linemen, 300 pounds, 300 plus. Uh, but then you also need the fast, nimble, skinny... Um wide receiver, cornerback, whatever, and then you need the the running back linebackers need to be, you know, built, strong, sturdy. Um and then you get the quarterback who's just some white guy from Montana or something like that. Um who's who's built like a 7-11 employee. Uh, that's what you. That's the perfect football team, big, three hundred pound, but still quick, skinny, nimble corner, wide receiver, you know, jacked, sturdy running back, linebackers, and then just Ned, who, who works at the Circle K, and on the weekends he goes to the bar and gets into fights. That's the perfect team. This is at least a perfect team like 10, 10, 20 years ago. Now it's like, now even the quarterbacks are, you know, you got uh, Patrick Mahomes and shit. Two, okay. All right. That was the last interruption. And I can guarantee you that I murdered the FBI agents at my door in cold blood. But they deserved it. And that'll be the last time the FBI bothers me. Because everyone knows once you kill an FBI agent, then they stop. Then they stop coming. They don't investigate it. Uh, they're like, well, hey, that's kind of scary. Don't want to. We can't lo- We can't do that again. So that's over. Uh, I won't be interrupted again. Um, anyways. What the fuck were we talking about? I don't even remember. Um, I, I I know we tackled Ukraine war. Solved. Over. Finished. You're welcome. Uh, figured out there are aliens, and Elon Musk is one of them. And we 
got him in a horrific trade, Tupac for Elon. Um, not fair, but hey, these things happen. These things, it's sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. If you're me, you lose all the time, unfortunately. If you're Elon, you win all the time, somehow. It's not fair, whatever. Who cares? Moving on. We have more important things to tackle, tougher issues, tougher concepts, like um, 10 Lizzo's versus one Grizzly Bear. Who wins? And we're not talking, we're not talking Lizzo, I'm trying to lose weight. We're talking Queen of Fat, Queen of the Fat Women, Lizzo. 10 Lizzo's, a combined total of 4,000 pounds. That's four Mack trucks. Um, Versus one grizzly bear. And I know we were thinking the grizzly bear would just tear right through, would just grab Lizzo by her chicken wing leg, turkey leg, leg, turkey leg, leg, um, and rip her to shreds. Nope, not true. Ten Lizzo's, all right? She's going to do a little hop, skip, and a dance around. Bam, she has the bear on the covered on all sides, ten of them. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're grizzly bear, polar bear. You're not beating ten Mack trucks, all right. You're getting crushed, like in high, like a hydraulic press, all right. Grizzly bear versus hydraulic press. Who wins? Hydraulic press every time. Well, ten Lizzo's is stronger than any hydraulic press you can find. Grizzly bear loses, and that's that. I know that for a fact. Um, Lizzo is just too formidable of an opponent. At the end of the day, fighting fighting is a dance. It's a dance with the devil. You slip, dodge, dip. Um, and Lizzo, we know greatest dancer to ever live. The ability to do that at seven thousand pounds or however much she weighs is unprecedented. Unprecedented, never before seen. I think the closest we've seen to that is uh. When the Coca-Cola bear would dance on the commercials, or I don't know, some bear uh, would dance, the dancing bear, or something like that. Uh, that's the closest we've seen. This is the closest um, for uh, the closest agility to to uh, to match Lizzo. You know, Lizzo. We were just talking about has the agility of an offensive lineman. Lizzo could have gone first in the draft to the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, snapping that ball. It'd probably win a Super Bowl, and then she'd probably eat uh, frosted flakes out of that Super Bowl. Um. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, to to be honest, I mean that's kind of a joke. I'd like saying Tin Lizzo's would beat a grizzly bear. I. It's like actually tough though. Like if you actually sit down and think about it, because um, in theory it's like Lizzo has no like unarmed, right? Unarmed Lizzo. Like how how it's like yeah, the bear would get tired and full, and he wouldn't be able to eat Lizzo. I mean, like he'd try, like try and eat the first one, but then you'd be like, oh wow, I did not sign up for a buffet. Um, and then, I mean, but then he realized, like, I guess I don't have to eat all of them. I'll just kill them all. Um, 
Yeah, I think you, you he would just take out like like that like two of them bang, and then boom eight Lizzos and then he, it's like, what do you do? I mean, like maybe if you have Lizzo in the right state of mind, because if you if you catch ten Lizzos off guard, like they're just frolicking through the forest, uh, doing cartwheels or whatever fat women do, I, I assume. I assume Lizzo can do a cartwheel. No one of no one else of that size can. Um, but I assume, like, if they if they coordinate and they're like, "Okay, Grizzly Bear's about to come and he's gonna attack," um, then maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. Like, but how do they win? How do they win? Because they don't have any any sort of. I guess they can make like traps or something. I mean, it depends how drawn out. Like, are they trapped in a like a McDonald's bathroom, or are they? Because I assume that's where Lizzo lives. Um, or is it like out in the open forest? Because if it's out in the open forest, and you know they can use deception traps to their advantage. Um, and really, the the intelligence plays a huge role. But in a McDonald's bathroom, oh boy, you oh boy, uh, what are you? What are you gonna do there? You're gonna you're trapped in a death cage with an apex predator um the apex predator that eats nothing but big macs you're trapped in there with 10 lizzos and that grizzly bear is fucked no i'm kidding uh another grizzly bear would just tear through her t- tear through 10 of them like paper um yeah i i mean at the end of the day i think the grizzly bear wins i think if you give now if you give 10 lizzos each a knife each like a three inch, you know, tiny pocket knife. I think, you know, death by a thousand cuts. Um, you just, the numbers is you wound. And then the grizzly bear, the, see the thing, the grizzly bear doesn't understand the weight of the situation. It doesn't know that it's a, a, a mechanism in a machine um, that uh, it's fighting to the death. It think it, once the grizzly bear gets injured, it's going to be like, okay, well now I need to leave. Now I need to leave. It's going to try and leave. We can't leave. You're trapped with the Lizzo's. Um, But ultimately, on the scenario given to me, 10 Lizzo's versus one Grizzly Bear, 10 unarmed Lizzo's will say they're trapped in an arena. The Grizzly Bear just wins. It just wins because it's like even if the Grizzly Bear gets tired and then there's like five Lizzo's left and it decides to sleep, like, <laughs> like, like I mean, maybe if they like do a fusion dance and they are able to form uh one massive fat bitch then maybe they can just like fall like um you know the thing from mario where it jumps on it with the the, the stone thing from mario maybe they can do one of those but yeah I, I just i don't see it um anyways what else is there what else is there listen has the nba started yet i don't even know i don't even watch this shit anymore uh preseason preseason starts october 5th okay yeah this is good so my predictions as someone who has no idea who's on any team as far as i know kevin durant is on the fucking warriors that's my extent of nba knowledge um bucks are winning the championship bucks are gonna win Giannis is gonna carry them only 28 years old. Giannis is, how scary is this? Giannis is entering his prime. Entering it. He's not exiting it. He's not in He's not in the thick of it. 28 years old, entering his prime. 28 to 32, he's going to be in his prime. 
and he is just going to dominate. He's going to win in these next four years. I say he wins at least two more rings, at least two, maybe three. He might win all four. And if he wins all four, I think he's the greatest player from Greece ever. Him and Thanasis Antetokounmpo, the two greatest Greek basketball players to ever live. Is there any other Greek Greek NBA players? Oh, v- Vasilis Spanunis. Spaloulis. I know this guy, I think. Who did this guy play for? The Rockets for one season. Giannis Antetokounmpo, number one. Vasilis Spanulis, Spanulis, number two. Not a bad list. Greeks pumping them out. Greek is a basketball powerhouse. Isn't that funny how that works? There's never, ever been a decent player out of Greece. And then just Giannis comes along. Just the fucking greatest, one of the greatest players ever. It's like it was Venice Spanoulis was the crown jewel of Greek basketball for the longest time. And then Giannis onto the Kupo come <laughs> It's like Vasilis Spanoulis was probably feeling pretty damn good before he'd walk around Greece. Like, yeah, I could, I could posterize that guy. I'll beat that guy one-on-one. And then Giannis comes over. What a cool guy Giannis is. Cool guy. The only thing I think, I think about when I think Giannis now is... I remember him after he won the championship going to Chick-fil-A and ordering like 50 chicken minis. That's the only thing I think about with Giannis because I wish I was him. I wish I could sit there and order 50 chicken minis. Um, Number one for the price and number two, there's no way I can consume that. Like I, w- I wish I was in a seven foot two frame, not because I want to be tall or because I want to be a basketball player or something simply because I want to consume copious amounts of food. I want to be seven foot two and and I want to every day consume 10 cheeseburgers and no problem. Absolutely no issue. And I'm still somehow a healthy weight. That's what I want. Cause right now it's like, I'm, I'm about, I'm about six foot nine, something like that. Six foot nine and a half. Uh, I haven't been measured recently, but it's like if I eat, um, you know, I eat a fuck, I eat a cheeseburger. It's like I'm then I'm, that's that's my allotment for the day. That's you know that's my rations for the day. Then I'm anything outside of that cheeseburger, I'm, I'm now adding pounds. You know, if I eat a cheeseburger and an apple, that apple's going straight to my fucking gut. Bullshit, complete bullshit. If you ask me. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking speaking of ranking basketball players, Giannis number one from Greece. Gian, vanilla spanun, spanunish. Um, sounds like a dish. Spanunish. You ever tried spanunish? It's uh, Greek yogurt with uh, pimento cheese. I don't know. They eat weird shit over there. What do they eat? Um. What what is that? Um. I saw Tom Hanks, like, it's, like, one of his favorite, uh, Greek yogurt thing, Greek yogurt thing, surely this will come up, right, um, no, it didn't come, it didn't come up, uh, anyway, it's, like, a thing you dip pita in, and it's fucking gross, it looks gross, um, anyways, 
people know will know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, speaking of basketball players, ranking basketball players, um, someone someone asked me my top three basketball players of all time, and I think it has to contain Michael Jordan. And this is controversial, but I think it has to contain LeBron James. And it has to contain Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Now, where you put those three is up to you. But number three, number three, um, I don't know. Number The third one, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Second one, and this is very controversial. And the greatest... See, he was phrased to me as the best basketball players of all time, right? And I think you guys now see where I'm going with this. Number two is going to be Michael Jordan, okay? And let me let me say it this way. Michael Jordan is greater than LeBron James, no question. But is he better? If you stripped away the name, the face, uh, and said, and it was two nameless, faceless guys going out on a court one-on-one, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, LeBron James wins. LeBron James is a superior basketball player. Just, and simply by nature of the fact, the the passage of time, the fact that the the sport has nutrition, training, everything has uh, progressed. Progressed? I don't know why that sounds weird uh, in my ears, but um, it has advanced two decades since Michael Jordan step uh, step foot on the court and LeBron James has taken advantage of that he's every year you know there was that thing where he's spending like $100,000 a year on a trainer a nutritionist um what have you and um I just think one-on-one Maybe Michael Jordan, ha- maybe Michael Jordan and LeBron James in their primes. I think maybe it's a close match. Uh, I think maybe the size would, size and the speed from LeBron would maybe cause an issue. But even then, one on one, I so it's close. Um, but where LeBron really shines is in the five on five game. You know, all times point leader, and then he's I believe he's top ten assists. Let's look it up. Top NBA. Or top assist leaders basketball. Number one is John Stockton, right? I know that. Yeah, number one, John Stockton. Number two, Jason Kidd. Number three, Chris Paul. Number four, the all-time points leader, LeBron James. Number four, ahead of Steve Nash, ahead of Magic Johnson, ahead of Oscar Robinson, ahead of, damn, Russell Westbrook pretty high too. Number nine, um... But yeah, ahead of all these guys, ahead of Rajon Rondo, ahead of James Harden, ahead of Tim Hardaway, ahead of uh, Bob Cousy, ahead of Kyle Lowry, um, ahead of ahead of Gary Payton, um, by massive margins, he's a fair bit behind, more than a thousand assists behind Chris Paul. But uh, I so I don't think he probably won't catch number three, but um, but still number one all time scoring and number four assists insane you know michael jordan let's look at michael jordan uh career assist i mean granted michael jordan played a lot less than um than lebron did i think michael jordan played what 
15, 16 seasons. LeBron's on season 21, 22. Uh, but let's just see. LeBron assists, or Michael Jordan assists. 5,633. Again, not a fair representation. We'll just say assists average. Average 5.3 assists per season. LeBron assist average. 7.3. Two whole assists higher. Uh, averages 27 points. I believe Michael Jordan averages 30. Point average. Actually, you know what? I'm not making a great. He does average 30 points. 30, 30 and 5.30.1, 5 5.3. 5 LeBron, 27, 7.3. But, yeah, I don't know. But my point being is I, I, I don't think... Michael Jordan would put up those same numbers in today's NBA. I think he would still be an, an, an unbelievable player. Uh, perennial all-star, MVP candidate, all of this, all that, whatever. Um, but there's no doubt that the, the game has progressed. Um, and that LeBron James is the better player than Michael Jordan. Now, the fact that LeBron has been to the finals 10 times and lost six of them does not lend itself to greatness. I think the fact that Michael Jordan has been six times and is 6-0, and never been to a Game 7, has this aura about him, probably the most famous man on the planet in the prime of his career. Um, and, on, and, and on top of that, he's also, he had the confidence to wear a Hitler mustache. Um, I think Michael Jordan's the greater player. LeBron James is the better player. Simple as. <clears throat> All right. Anyone that disagrees is an idiot. Um, moving along. What else? What else, man? What else? How do people fucking do this? Solo podcast is so fucking dumb. Who's going to listen to this? No one's going to listen to this. I'm just talking to myself. Um, Can't believe my calls. He, like, how selfish is it to die? You guys ever think about that? It's baloney. Absolute baloney. Um, but it's his fault. You can blame him. Um, I'm sure if you talk in, into the earth, he'll hear you in hell. Um, what else? What else is there? What else? I mean, there's nothing else going on in the world. Ukraine war. Uh, there hasn't really been any. I, oh yeah. I remember, um, I mean, it's a little old now, but that guy that, <laughs> I mean, I'm so curious. The dude in North Carolina who went to college and then shot his like a teacher or lab. I mean, it was it was a more uh, advanced relationship than just a teacher. He was like his lab leader or something like that. You know, PhD. You know, at academia jargon, um, whatever. But he just goes up there, shoots him. Like I'm pretty sure he shot him once, and then just leaves and <laughs> just walks. Out. <laughs> like you I wonder like I wonder if like we just like no one like no one actually caught him and then we just I wonder if he would have just like somehow no one found out it was him like there's no cow the cameras were off for some reason no one saw him no one knows who shot this guy and then he would just live his life like normal like he would just, he would just walk to he'd come he'd come to lab on, on the next Monday and be like oh where's where's Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Smith, where'd he go? 
Oh, we got shot. I didn't see that. That's, oh my God. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't like what, what could, the leading, I haven't looked into it. I don't know what, uh, but the leading theory is that he was bullied. But how did the, like, what is the P or like, what is his teacher saying to him to bully him? I guess maybe he's telling him he sucks or like his, his science sucks, I guess. I don't know. But like, what if he's, I don't know, just making fun of his glasses or something like that. And then he gets shot for it. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, I think, I think maybe, I don't know how many, let's see. Let's, okay, let's look. I'm enough speculation. North Carolina or UNC shooting. Shooting shirt. What the fuck? Why like it said shooting like is merch for the shooting. It's crazy. Um Oh, it's good merch too. Um high quality. Accused and let's see, you can see shooting reason. Still searching for the motive. God, these people are useless. How do you not you get his phone? Get the, ask the people around. They fucking know, dude. They know I shot him. Tell me. I want to know. I'm the guy that should know. I should know why he shot that guy. Um, I don't know. I think I'd be a pretty good investigator. The thing about when you're investigating, you just got to you gotta be like, hey, what's up? That's it. That's how you be a good investigator. You ask the guy, oh, you killed that lady? Why? Boom. Now you got the motive. You got the crime, you got the, now you got the trial, and then you, you retire, on pension, you're the greatest investigator to ever live. You and Sherlock Holmes. The thing about Sherlock Holmes is they had to make it, like, so crazy, like, it made him, like, this, like, genius, whatever, like, very, like, super good at fighting or something like that, and just to make investigating and i mean there's so many like uh, detective shows all this shit it's like it's never that cool like it's always boring um anyways what else is there did you guys see this there's a guy um the name is michelle lotito born 1950 died in 2007 at the age of 57 and in 57 years, he consumed so much metal, more metal than any person will ever dream of consuming. 45 door hinges, 18 bicycles, 15 shopping carts, 7 TV sets, 6 chandeliers, 2 beds, 1 pair of skis, 1 computer, 1 water bed full of water, steel chain, 500 meters of it, one coffin, one Guinness Award plaque, assorted razor and bolts, and then one Cessna 150 light aircraft. Impressive. And he died of natural causes at 57, which seems seems like a lie. It seems like maybe he got taken out by a fucking by a door hinge. Maybe a door hinge sliced his heart or something like that. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. This, like, what, uh, like, this guy's just mentally ill, right? Like, what, the thing I want and the thing I think might be one of the greatest inventions when it eventually comes about is, like, a full, like, brain scan, right? Like, we, we can see, because obviously, right, like, you get, like, a CAT scan now or an X-ray or whatever, then you can see, like, gross lesions, uh, otherwise, like, physical abnormalities of the brain, but. I want to see something that's like a a digital mapping of the inner workings of somebody's brain, like to really see what they're thinking, to see, uh, like what sort of what what's wrong? Because like, what's wrong with this guy, right? You know what I mean? Like, what 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 drove him to do this? Was he attacked by a door hinge as a child, and then now he's consuming uh forty five of them? Uh, was he, uh, uh, I don't know, pissed off that a Cessna aircraft woke him up one night and then now he's going to eat a Cessna aircraft? Like what, like what? Because it can't taste good. There's no way it tastes good, right? Like if the metal tastes good, then you're just going to eat the metal. But he has some weird interest in eating the objects. He has some weird interest in eating a Cessna aircraft, watching it disappear piece by piece, into his fucking stomach. That's what he. That's what he likes. But why does he like it? And we'll never know. We'll we'll never know because that the brain scan thing doesn't exist. <clears throat> but anyways, from France. Who could have guessed that? Weird fucking French guy. Um. What else? Um. Yeah, speaking, I mean, France, France is a shit place. The thing about France is, um, the only, the only good thing France has ever given us is the French baguette. And I mean, just the amount of stuff that comes out of it. Like think about like philosophy, like what, like the French philosophers that uh, those doom and gloom people that come out of France and then how quickly they folded in World War II. Like France is just, we should just cut. I mean, someone should take, you know, UK should invade France and then they'll surrender within a week and then should take that place over and then really show how, how it's, how it's done, how to run that place. Cause it's ridiculous. That place sucks. France sucks. They're they write off the fact that, they have an Eiffel Tower. That's it. People think that's cool. They'll come to Paris. But once you leave Paris, you realize the French people, they're useless. And they stink. And they eat snails. Escargot gross. Um, anyways, France sucks. LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. Tin Lizzo's would lose to a grizzly bear. Probably. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. You can leave that one up to your own thoughts and opinions. Um, aliens are among us. And the main takeaway is how the fuck do people do solo podcasts? This shit sucks.